This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2542. Financial Infidelity. What is it and how to save your marriage and money? By Renee Bennis of thefunsizelife.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. Now let's get right to it and continue optimizing your life. Marriage Infidelity. What is it and how to save your marriage and money? By Renee Bennis of thefunsizelife.com. We've all most likely heard of infidelity in a marriage, but what about financial infidelity? This is when one spouse conceals major financial spending and or debts from their spouse with whom they share finances. In a study done by creditcards.com, they found that nearly 20% of adults in live-in relationships, that's 29 million people, have a secret account that they're keeping from their spouse. Having major financial secrets in a relationship can easily lead to other trust issues and may really cause a marriage to struggle. So what can you do to save your marriage and your finances? Number one, fess up if you're guilty. If you're the person who's committing financial infidelity, it's time to face the music. As a person who's struggled with overspending and debt, I know how scary it can be. People who struggle to get their spending under control often feel immense guilt, just like a person would with real infidelity. The one thing you can't deny is that you either have to fess up and be honest or wait for your partner to find out on their own. More than likely, they will. Own it. When you manage to get up the courage to admit your financial infidelity, it's important that you completely own your mistake. Pointing fingers or placing blame will only demonstrate to your partner that you aren't truly remorseful. If your partner has their own financial issues, that's something that can be discussed down the line. When you present your struggles, it's important that it's the only thing that's on the table. Take it a step at a time. Number two, be gentle when questioning. Just like someone is to blame for the financial infidelity, there's often a spouse on the other end who's been suspicious for some time. If you find yourself in this position, it's so important, as angry as you may be, to confront your partner with love and listening ears. Just like with any form of infidelity, they're most likely harboring guilt and might go into defense or denial if you confront them too harshly. Present them with evidence if you have it without being accusing. Supporting your suspicion. The main way that most spouses find out that their partner has committed financial infidelity is by getting a credit report. It would be best if we could confront our loved ones about their struggles, but oftentimes it helps to have a little proof to support our case. Number three, ask your partner about their financial goals and listen. Hopefully starting a conversation can lead to a deeper financial discussion about what the two of you truly want from life financially. Author David Bach discusses in his book, Smart Couples Finish Rich, how to first discuss your life values with one another before you begin tackling your finances. Looking at your biggest life values can help you get a big picture for what you really want from your life and start to make it easier to get a financial plan in order. Number four, get help. Depending on the severity of the debt or financial struggle, you might end up requiring professional help. Here are some of the top areas of financial struggle that all people face, especially those who have committed financial infidelity. Multiple credit cards. 
A big struggle for most people is opening multiple credit cards, maxing them out, and then finding themselves stuck with big payments and high interest rates. The smartest move to make if you find yourself in this situation is to look into credit card debt consolidation. This could potentially lower your interest rate and your monthly payment. And outstanding debts. Sometimes people are carrying around debts that they don't tell their partner about until it's too late. This could be student loans, credit cards, or personal loans, etc. For something like this, a standard debt consolidation option can help you simplify your monthly payments and get a game plan in place. Number five, make a game plan. Once you have an idea of the type of financial infidelity that has or is taking place, it can better set you up to create a game plan that works for you and your partner. In a lot of cases, that may mean a solid debt payoff plan, joining accounts, or just setting up weekly meetings to discuss your finances in depth. Number six, be willing to sacrifice. In most cases, financial hardship means you'll have to sacrifice. It might mean sacrificing your time in order to make more time to talk about your finances together. Sacrifice could mean cutting back on your spending in order to pay off debt. It also means sacrificing your financial infidelity struggles in order to repair your marriage. Tom and I actually chose to downsize our home in order to stop the financial fights that were happening due to our large mortgage. If you find yourself struggling with a high mortgage, you could look into mortgage refinancing or do what we did, downsize in order to pay off debt. And number seven, keep communicating. The most important thing that you can do when going through any struggle in a relationship is to keep communicating with one another. This will take work on both of your parts and may even require counseling to help you work through issues. You just listened to the post titled Financial Infidelity, What It Is and How to Save Your Marriage and Money by Renee Bennis of thefunsizedlife.com. It's no secret that something always comes up when you're running a small business. It's time to take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business, automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment. Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts, you get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto, 94. Here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com OFD. Again, that's gusto.com OFD. I'm telling you, you're gonna love Gusto. Get started today. I'm all about financial transparency, probably more than most people and not just with my partner. For example, back in 2019, I participated in a breakout session at Camp Mustache where I opened up my books. I shared my income, expenses, net worth, and strategy for reaching Phi to 60 people so that they can weigh in on my plan. I found it liberating and reassuring for these money nerds to validate my numbers. However, 
There is one situation that I see discussed nearly every day where I do think it is necessary to hide money. And it's if you find yourself in an abusive relationship. This is because financial abuse occurs in 99% of domestic violence cases. And it's often cited by victims as the main reason that they stayed with or returned to an abusive partner. I'm in a Facebook group called Women on Fire. And I'm not exaggerating when I tell you that nearly every day, there's a post by a woman asking for advice on how to leave an abusive relationship when she doesn't have access to any of the household money. The stories are heartbreaking. And for every post asking for advice, there are hundreds of comments from women who have gone through it. A common theme I see is that you need to have your own money if you're ever gonna get out, whether this be cash on hand or your own separate bank account. And I've seen comments from women who took a year or more quietly stashing away money and planning an escape. If you find yourself in this situation, I'm sending you an enormous hug. And I sincerely encourage you to contact a domestic abuse shelter. They have resources to help you come up with a plan on how to get out in the safest way possible. And that should do it for today. Have a happy rest of your day. And I'll see you on the Thursday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.